Random acts of tangent. I am Adam. Today's show is a little bit different than our usual show. As I mentioned in the last uh, few podcasts, we are switching things up a little bit. We're going to be doing our regular show with the with the crew, the Rat Pack crew, as well as interviews with various kinds of people, artists, or just generally people that are interesting that I find interesting. Hopefully, you find them interesting as well. Some of them have been on the podcast before. Some have not. Today, however, it's somebody that you all know, as long as you listen to the podcast, you've, you've heard him before. This is a one-on-one interview uh, between myself and uh, Cowboy. I've known Cowboy for a very long time, and uh, as much as we talk and hang out, we got to have a conversation that's a little different than usual, and it was it was fun. It, w- it, was, it was a nice way to get to know him a little better, uh, for you guys to get to know him a little better. And there was a lot of nostalgia. Uh, we we did go. We did we did a deep dive into the past, uh, and honestly, we didn't even get to half the things that I thought we were going to get to. So I, I'm sure we'll do another one of these in the near future. But for now, this was just a fun little conversation with Cowboy about where he came from and just give you a little window into how or why he is that how and why he is. <laughs> And you will be doing this also with my show at some point, and uh, everyone else that's uh, part of the Rat Pack crew, the, the the cast or whatever you want to call us. Uh, let's go Rat Pack. I think Rat Pack's good. I hope you find it interesting. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts about other people we should be interviewing or connections with people that you would like to hear on the show, shoot us an email, show at ratpack.productions, and we'll uh, see what we can do to get them on. So without further ado, here's Cowboy and I having a nice little chat. Duck Hunt, Super Mario Brothers. Yep. Yeah. That was always great. Odd uh, man. But uh, we didn't have a TV to play it on. They didn't want us to play it on the front room TV. So it was like they had to go out and get us TV and entertainment system and the gaming system. So it was like, woo. Okay. Yeah. We had, we had the everything in the front room as well. But we were, we got to play games basically until they got home. And then it was all right now watching the news or, um, Seinfeld, Mad About You, like the shows yeah. that I think that's where a lot of my comedy came from was those kinds of shows that, yeah, probably much respect weren't kid appropriate, but yeah, I think that's why I'm a little more well versed in like uh, TV shows like Three's Company and mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that, you know, because my parents watched Three's Company and, and I don't know, my dad always watched I Love Lucy. Yeah, I Love Lucy's big. Yeah, uh, I remember. Uh, let's see, Flintstones. Did you ever watch the Small Wonder? Small Wonder, yeah. Small Wonder. Uh, Alf. Alf. Okay. Alf was yeah. was always on. Um, that that stupid Bedrock show or whatever. Not the Mama. Not the Mama. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. That know, was on. Uh, it was, I think it was called Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yeah. It was on TGIF after uh, Steve Urkel's Family Matters. Oh yeah. Family Matters and Step by Step, and then the Dinosaur Show. Yeah. They watched it. We watched it, and then after a certain point, it's like, no, nah, no, nah, no more of these shows. We're watching the news, you yeah. know. And then the news was just on the whole time. I remember wanting to watch Jay Leno with them, but at the, I was always too tired. Yeah. Then I'd fall asleep, and then I'd wake up, and Conan was on at a certain point later, and I'm like that's why I discovered, like, hey, this guy's 
weird. <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not like a Jay Leno where it's uh, set up joke punchline. Uh, Conan was just kind of like off awkward the, off the chain. Yeah, just yeah. He, just like all right, this is the show, guys. Um, what? Yeah, huh? <laughs> <Just some> weird <laughs> little string dance. And now I think late night TV. I think they try too hard now. And yeah. I think that's the problem. It's overproduced. Everything's oh, overproduced. Way overproduced. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Jimmy Fallon. I thought Jimmy Fallon was he's funny in his movies, you know, and and whatnot. But his show, I just think, is way overproduced. I yep. mean, there's funny segments in the show, but I think it's it, it it's not so much late night TV anymore as much as it is a variety show. Yes. You know. But so. but the, like the variety shows that I, I, I Lawrence Welk so another thing that I, I grew up watching where it was Carol Burnett the Carol Burnett okay. show is that my parents watched that the Carol Burnett show okay. that was I don't yeah. think I ever saw that one no, I, I knew of it Tim Conway yeah I know Timmy Conway <laughs> man. yeah yeah no they watched that as well so actually in fact the Lawrence Welk show is is where I kind of got the inspiration for the the Rat Pack Presents stuff that we tried one time. Where we had bands playing, and then we'd throw in a little. Here's a commercial from our stuff, and then here's some more bands. And uh, it was it's meant it was meant to be a variety show where I my goal was to introduce different kinds of music to different people. Uh, that maybe if you're into rock, then here's a rock band, or this is kind of rock bluesy. But then there's another guy over here that does more poppy. And then at one point, I want to have a big band on there. What would you call me? What? You call me Poppy? <laughs> no, what you mean? Oh. <laughs> I love it when you call me Big Poppy. Sorry. I can have one of those rappers too. Yeah. <laughs> Nipsey Hustle or oh, Nipsey right. Tussle. Yeah. Or, I, don't I never even heard of that rapper no, before. Yeah. You know, I've heard of Nipsey Russell, which is what his name is based off of, which was an old, uh, speaking of old TV, he was way back in the day. I think he was a comedic uh, type of actor guy. Yeah, parents watched the Honeymooners. Oh, okay. Was that right to the Moon Alice? With, yeah. yeah, with Ralph Cramden yeah. and Ed Norton. Right. Funny thing is, then now you have an actor, Edward Norton. Right. <laughs> Which goes by Ed Norton when other people talk about it. Right, but exactly. I, I was getting very confused for a second. Like, wait, Hello, he, Ralphie boy. Was he a child in that? <laughs> right. <laughs> you up fight Jeez, was that, was that <laughs> American History X, what? Man, wow. Jeez. It's a long way to go. It's around. Yeah. Yeah, Fight Club, American History X. He's done. He's done a lot of stuff. He's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I remember first watching American History X. It was like, wow. Yeah, that was. It was like bummer. groundbreaking. Absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It was. It was sort of taboo at the time. Right. You know? Now it's like everybody's trying to do better than that. A lot of pushing off the envelope. Like, yeah. uh, who can be the edgier? version of whatever speaking of pushing the envelope uh the golden globes was on tonight was it and yeah the ricky gervais hosting ricky it? gervais hosting it i saw i thought it was a clip from something when i was doing trivia i saw it on the tvs that yeah for real? It, it's for real tonight okay. and uh, apparently uh his monologue uh Uh-oh. pissed off a lot of hollywood elites well, he, he did the same thing last time he hosted. Yeah, he just he just poked fun at everybody. I mean, it wasn't even poking fun at everybody. He basically, in his opening <laughs> monologue, from what I gathered and from what I read in the article, and this was right, pretty much right after it started. Wow. You know, um, he's basically says, um, "You guys don't know anything about the world. Um, <laughs> you've probably." spent in your in your lifestyles and stuff you probably spent less time in school 
than Greta Thunberg or whatever her name is. Oh, the little girl. The, the little girl. Little girl. <laughs> you probably spent less yeah. time in school than her. Okay. And uh, basically, if you win tonight, come up here, accept your award, thank your God, thank your producers, thank everybody, <laughs> and get the fuck off. Uh, I don't want to hear any of your political or <laughs> moral speeches and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Just accept your award, thank your people, and get the fuck off. Absolutely. I 100% and agree with that. he started to... Uh, I, I heard he started in on the the, the friends of um, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Epstein, Epstein, yeah. Epstein. Epstein <laughs> like, oh, himself, or, yeah. yeah. He <laughs> went off on a tyrant, tyrant on that. Um, just uh, he, he was basically pissed off all of Hollywood. Perfect. And I don't think he really gives a shit if no. he hosts again. No. <laughs> you know? I think he was surprised he got asked yeah. ask after yeah. the last time where he got in trouble already. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, that may be also the part of the thing we're talking about where it's now we need a guy like that because that's going to get us ratings because everyone well, will be waiting for him to say something wrong. You're, you're not wrong. But the other thing is, is um, that's I, I think I, I mean, I remember being a thespian. We used to watch the Oscars, the Grammys and stuff like that. Um, usually the class, somebody in the class would host a party. And right. it would be like an Oscar night party, you know. Oh, nice. And most of the class would go over there and we'd have an Oscar party. Was it was it junior high or high school? High school. Okay. And I remember in high school, man, the Oscars and the Grammys and stuff, those were big. You know, award shows were huge. Yeah. But lately, and I, I want to say, I don't know, the last five, six years, um, the award shows have gotten so political and and the the actors and actresses the celebrities have been like pushing their beliefs and their agenda you know yeah. instead of going up there and being gracious i mean we're here to celebrate you you yeah. you got an award you won yay we're here to celebrate you here's your award thank who you want to thank you know appreciate it and move on this is not your soapbox yeah to to I, I I get why at a certain point that became the way because it was the only platform they had. But there are so many other platforms now. If you if you want to get in your soapbox, then do your Twitter feed or your Facebook post or well, Instagram, or whatever. And not only that, but they're involved in so much stuff. You know, I mean, they can use those platforms that they're involved in or their charities and stuff like that that they they founded or whatever. You know, yeah. and, and they're celebrities for God's sakes. All they got to do is you know make a commercial for it, you know, yeah. and it's all over the place. But, um, I, I want to say it, it probably, uh, in, in my eyes, it probably started happening more and more when, um, like a, a person of color won something that they had never won before, you know, right. it was groundbreaking and it was groundbreaking yeah. and, and it was, it was great. It's sort of like the conversation we had on the, the, the first rat pack, you know, it's like women have become more predominant or not predominant but more prominent in yep. um, uh, movies and in other areas of work and stuff like that that it and they do a great job right and it, it's become more about them being a woman doing it and not the great job that they did yeah and i feel like it almost takes away a little bit by saying like oh this is an amazing achievement because this is the first blah blah blah, blah. yeah and like you're shining a light on it, I think in, in a, it's supposed to be a positive way. But if you were to not like say anything about it, then 
Yeah. That's, that's, that would be true equality. Yeah, you're, you're, exactly. You're taking away their achievement and making it more about them being a woman or, right. or, or being African American or being Hispanic or, you know, yeah. Asian or whatever. You know, oh, it was the first Asian that did this. Like, like, great. Cool. Don't make that in the forefront. You know, let them celebrate their achievement. Yeah. I, I, I would equate it to, and I'm not sure this is going to be an accurate representation, but if, uh, let's say someday uh, your, your your son goes up and he's in football and their team wins the championship. Like, oh, my son won the championship in his football. It's junior league, but he won the championship. I'm like, right? Why do you got to say junior league? Yeah. yeah. Maybe leave that out of it. Let's just let let the achievement stand where it is. And it was a great job, and we all can move on, and it's it's, it's happy. Or like like uh, another e- equation, my my son's in bowling. You know, yeah, he, he bowls on the league. You know, that's like saying he bowls a pro am tournament, which is like professionals and amateurs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like an open type tournament, and he qualifies and he wins the tournament, and they go, uh, he's an amateur. great he's an amateur but he just beat all these pros you know like why don't we make it more about he won his first tournament and he did great and you know celebrate that oh those first time an amateur let's focus on the win not on all the details and all the crap yeah i think i think today's society is so focused on the whys and trying to find out the reasons why okay instead of focusing on uh, the what does that make sense yes you know so uh we gotta stop i mean we we pay attention to uh, this is the thing we talk about this like quite frequently um that crazy people are just crazy yeah you know (laughs) you you won't understand what they're doing because they are crazy yeah why do we have to say it's uh, for instance if a crazy person goes and robs a bank okay that that's a crazy person robbing a bank done yeah some crazy guy just robbed a bank today and held the place up at gunpoint whatever instead it's a white man or a black man or a hispanic man Pulled a gun in a bank and yeah. robbed a bank and it's just crazy, it's crazy. Pulled the gun at an Asian person and you know why do we need those? It's a crazy guy that robbed a bank. Right. Done. That's the story. And I'm sure there are instances where those attacks are targeted and whatnot, but it's not always that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. Hate, but here's the thing: you can turn almost any crime into a hate crime if you dive into Absolutely. the details yeah. of the people involved in the crime. And sometimes and most criminals are opportunistic criminals. Yeah, it don't matter what color you are. It's not they're they're committing crimes of opportunity. Right. You know, you you just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. For you know, and it's like, oh no, it was a black guy and a white guy, or a white guy and a Hispanic, or Hispanic Hispanic. Doesn't matter. It, it was yeah. it was a stupid crime. It's not hate. It's not hate. What what is the the first major like news story you remember from like when you were a kid? From when I was a kid, yeah. Um, first major news story I remember actually was when I was six years old. Okay, and I remember it vividly. It's a major story, actually. I was uh, in the hospital. 
at the time. Oh, um, uh, extended stay in the hospital. Uh, when I was six, I was diagnosed with diabetes. Oh, um, oh hered- that long ago. hereditary. Yeah. Oh wow. Thir- Thirty-four. No, I don't want to tell you how long ago. <laughs> no, thir- Thirty-four years ago. Um, Between ten and fifty years. Yeah, Let's man. Just put it <laughs> It's a, it's a big number. It's a, big, uh, it's a window. Yeah, there you go. You you dialed it in. Anyway, uh, yeah. No, I was uh, diagnosed when I was six with diabetes, um, hereditary, uh, passed down through generations, and I happened to be in the hospital at the time the Challenger exploded. Oh. The uh, you know the first yeah. teacher on a shuttle and blah blah blah. Oh yeah, she was female by the way. It doesn't matter, <laughs> you know. I mean, it was. The whole event was sad, right. you know. I mean, everybody died and stuff. But that's the first news story on TV that I remember. Okay. I mean, before that, I wasn't really reading the newspapers or anything right. like that. Yeah. So, but I, I remember that vividly because it was such a huge deal. And I was excited to see the rocket launch, you know. Okay. And when it blew up, I was like, what happened? And everybody's like, <gasps> you know, gasping for for breath you yeah. know and i'm just like i'm six I, oh my god was that supposed to happen right. you know no it exploded you right. know <laughs> are they alive you know because the kids are innocent yeah we don't know yeah what movie are you watching <laughs> yeah, right? no, that's that's real life yeah <laughs> what, what about you uh okay the the first thing i remember seeing on the news i it was i was supposed to be watching bobby's world i'm pretty sure and it cut in and it was a high speed chase that went all over the LA area and ended with a guy in a truck on 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 like one of the what do you call the freeway on ramps one of the freeway over, thing. overpass over, yeah an overpass perfect wow. and the guy got out of the truck with a shotgun and he blew his his own head off basically and the camera was zoomed in and you see the guy put the gun in his mouth and the top of his head starts flying off and the camera zooms way out. And it's like, oh, it's like, whoa, what the? This isn't Bobby's world at all. Yeah, I think that's why they don't uh, zoom in on the end of pursuits anymore. That is exactly why. It is it, for it, that exact it, incident. They don't it, do that. Now that you say that, I remember seeing that as well. Okay. And I think that uh, for a while, no, it wasn't after that one. But that's why they started panning out at the end of a pursuit when a pursuit was coming to an end. Yeah. They, they pan they out. To zoom out. Yeah, they have to zoom out. But unless they're on the internet. Like uh, Conway's always talking about when uh, – all right, we're going to switch off ABC and go to the ABC website feed because that's a different regulation where he can zoom in. And uh, whoever's in the chopper uh, – I'm blanking out on the names now. He always talks about two different guys in the choppers. But uh, they, they can also speak more freely. And uh, there's, 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 it's not like – because they're not talking to an audience. They're talking to the producers back home or whatever. Yeah. And it's a lot of like it's, it's not interesting chit chat for the most part, but it's more real. Is it Hellman or something like that sounds. Yeah, that's that sounds right. It sounds anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah I just so... rem- I just remember Commander Chuck Street. Okay. You know, <laughs> you've been doing that. In in the uh, chopper, the uh, traffic traffic chopper. Oh, okay. Command. Let's go to Commander Chuck Street. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I remember. I I can't remember. I'm, I'm pretty sure when I was younger, I was watching police chases and stuff like that. But nothing like that ever stood out from when I was a kid. I'm sure I watched news stories and stuff like that when I was younger. 
but mm-hmm. I don't remember them. Nothing specific. Right. That and the, the OJ chase was like, those are big things that stuck out. See, that's way after the challenger. I mean, the yeah. challenger was what day 85, 86, somewhere 84, yeah. well, 85, I'm only like somewhere 21 years old. So I, I don't speak the languages you're speaking. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bobby's rule. I found that on a website. I don't even know what that is. Really? Way before my time. Yeah. You, you grew up watching Hannah Montana or what? <laughs> I was just, uh, iCarly. Thank you. Icar- did, that was after Hannah Montana? Oh, damn it. <laughs> I only know this because I have a 16-year-old daughter. <laughs> no, I was uh, Saved by the Bell, uh, yeah. Happy Days. Those weren't on the same time. No, they were not. No, no Happy it? Days Happy Days was – they were all reruns. Were all reruns? Okay. Yeah, but also that, was, like Lucia, that was on TV land. Oh. oh no, this was, I didn't get cable cable until high school. So oh, okay. this is all like on – basic uh channels they, 2 through 13. Yeah, they usually uh, when I was younger they had reruns of I Love Lucy, the Andy Griffith show and yes. stuff like that. Those were on in Beverly the afternoon. Hillbillies. Oh yeah. Gilligan's Island. Oh my ah. god. Be- Beverly Hillbillies. Funny you say that because <laughs> we're watching football today and there's this commercial and uh, uh this I don't know, random commercial and it was the theme song to the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh. And was the playing in the background of this commercial and I, I sang every word of yeah. it and, and my son looks at me and goes, how, how, how do you know this song? <laughs> it's like, dude, it's the Beverly Hillbillies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, what? What's that? I was Texas like, tea. Black gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you, you said another one that, that – Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island, dude. Mm-hmm. You know the greatest thing that I can remember um, growing up was Bob Barker. Okay, Price is Right. Price is Right. Oh, yeah. I loved when I was sick, I got to watch The Price yes. is Right. That was the highlight. You Absolutely. Know? Like, oh, I'm sick. I'm not going to school. Mm. I feel like shit, but I get to watch Price is Right. Yeah, come you on know? down. Absolutely, dude. And then my parents are like, oh, you don't remember the gong show. I was like, or let's make a deal. I was like, now they have a new version of Let's yes. Make a Deal with uh, Wayne Brady. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he does that. I think it's on before Price is Right. And Price is Right's just not the same with Drew. No, no. I miss Bob Barker. Price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> actually, this is something I want to talk to you about. Do you, do you uh, Yahoo? I, I asked, no. I, no. I, actually, before, <laughs> if you had seen the Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood uh, movie, the uh, Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks. I have not. Um, did, I, did you grow up with Mr. Rogers? Oh, yeah. I grew up with Mr. Rogers, Sesame Street, all that okay. stuff, you know. I mean, that was that was kid programming back then, you right. know. Before the the Barney, before <laughs> you know, all the the Wiggles and insert the Wiggleys or what are they? The w- Wigglelumps? No. The Oh, the you, you know the Teletubbies. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, so I never watched it. In fact, with my daughter when she was younger, I would not let her watch the Purple Dinosaur, which okay. was Barney. I did the same. Um, she she got freaked out at Teletubbies and didn't want to watch it. Thank God, because okay. stupid. She by the time they came out, she was older and she that wasn't in her wheelhouse. But she did uh, end up getting sucked into. Um, um. Oh, what the heck is it? Uh, the Wiggles when she was a kid. Okay. I mean, she had literally. That's the Australian. Yeah. Okay. They. She literally, and I'm using that word correctly, had <laughs> yes. every single one of their DVDs. Oh wow! And I was the the cool parent. I say cool, but 
some people would be embarrassed. I was the cool parent that got up and did the dances and sang the songs. Oh with no, her. that is amazing. She Absolutely. would be like, "Dad, come dance with me," and, and so I knew the dances and I knew the songs because you know she pulled me up off the couch and did it, you know, and her mom at the time was just like, Oh my God. Yeah. You do it. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. You do, you do it, you know? And, and to me, it's like, why would you be embarrassed at that? A, it's your daughter who wants to do it. And B, you're in your own damn house. Nobody's seeing this. Right. You know, at that point in, in my relationship with her mom, I wasn't trying to impress her anymore. If, you yes. know, I mean, we already made this beautiful girl, you know? So, act the fool although i've always acted fool so that's, that's how we do i mean it, it, I, I i will say i can't do it in public as well as i can do it in private uh why is that i i don't know i i think it's uh insecurities i, I think you add a little alcohol you'll be fine oh absolutely yeah i don't have all i'm giving yeah, but it, it's i i think that goes back to me as a kid i've always my my mom always said i was a ham Okay. I was a ham on stage, uh, you know. Um, and I think it's more along, I don't care what people think about me. Okay. You know, it, it's your it's your prerogative. You right. think whatever you want. I'm more that way now. As a kid, I cared about everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, I was, okay, so so let's, let's, let's go back into the beginning. Uh, growing up, you were in this area? Um, I was born actually in West Covina. Okay. Queen of the Valley Hospital. Oh, that's where my daughter was born. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder if it was the same room. Are you my daughter? <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> no, yeah, I was, I was born, uh, born here and grew up in La Habra. Okay. Um, pretty much all my life. All right. And um, it, you, the funny thing is, is we, I, I don't remember the early, early years, obviously, because... But uh, maybe from four on up, I remember my earliest memory as a kid goes back to when I was four years old. And I'll I'll tell you about that in a little bit. But we lived in an apartment complex, and it wasn't like an apartment building. It was a huge complex. Um, This complex was probably about as big as a high school. Oh. And, you know, buildings. And, in fact, I don't remember the first apartment number we lived in. But the second one we lived in was actually a four-bedroom, uh, one, two, four-bedroom apartment, four-bedroom, two and a half bath apartment. Wow! It was two stories. That's so like a condo more than an apartment. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, it, it would probably be a really cool townhouse, right? Or yeah. a condo now yeah. nowadays, but yeah, it was a four-bedroom, uh, two and a half bath apartment. Um, you had a patio, and it was on the end. So this building was it was. It was a two-story building, but it was long, and it had probably about seven, eight units in it. Okay. And that was just one building in the apartment complex. Then right next to it, there was another one that had seven or eight units that were two stories and stuff. So, I mean, this complex was huge. And I I just remember the friends playing Micro Machines, playing G.I. Joe's, you know, Hot Wheels. I mean, that was was the thing. There was a, a playground in the middle of the complex that would be perfect for like a swimming pool. And we always complained, why isn't there a pool? Why isn't there a pool? But yeah, I mean, that shit costs a lot of money. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't know. Yeah. But uh, the monkey bars, the, the teeter totter, oh the slide. Um, yeah, it was, we spent, do we played capture the flag? Nice. Uh, tag guns. 
I mean, come on, guns. guns. Oh yeah, no, we called it guns or war or whatever. You know, okay. what was that? What was that game? Basically, this is probably when I was six, seven. You, your friends, all your friends come out because it was a huge complex. Okay. There's kids all over the place, so everybody knew everybody in the right. complex. So all the kids, for the most part, got along. And uh, there were some kids that weren't able to come out and play with us because their parents were too like, no, nah, I don't want you to play guns, you know. Oh, wow. Um, but basically, everybody go get their toy guns, and you lay all the toy guns out, right? Nice. And everybody would get to pick a gun, and, you know, you'd play rock, paper, scissors, or whatever, or ink, bink, bottle ink, you know, to, <laughs> to see who gets to, who gets to uh, pick the gun first, you know? And How many tigers were caught by the toe? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, so, I mean, playing guns, man, that was... that. That was like great as a kid. I mean, you didn't have video games. You didn't have phones and all this technology yeah. and stuff. So you had to use your imagination to have fun. And um, yeah, no, guns is, was awesome because then then you would get into teams. And it was like, da, 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 I shot you. No, you didn't. I shot you. No, it was, you it missed. Was just, I dodged. It was just a plethora of madness, you know. It was like, yeah, but it was fun, you know. You were, As you were doing it, your imagination is just going wild, you know. And now, oh, my gosh. Now, oh, that's that's terrible because it promotes violence, you know. And that was probably – I bet you um, if – Something bad happened back then. Oh, it's because these kids are playing with guns and toy guns and stuff. Now yeah. it's they're playing um, modern warfare, you know. And then right. they're, they're, we're going to blame it on video games. No, guess what? Crazy people are just fucking crazy. Yeah, you know, you can't blame it on a video game. You can't blame it. You know, I don't. I, know. I think the real culprits are the parents. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent agree. The, the, the parents are raising the kid in a way where they there are certain things that are more acceptable than others. Uh, I played a lot of violent games growing up. Uh, I love gun type of things. I never had a thought, I want to go shoot people, for no. real. Yeah. Uh, I do have fantasies of... Uh, what? No. <laughs> I, I do have fantasies where it's like... And it's, it's not a fantasy. It's it's kind of... It's my imagination going stupid and crazy again. If for some reason I, I lost everybody that was close to me, I would become a vigilante and I'd, like, I'd, I'd go take out all the bad guys. Something like Rambo. Uh, it's more like. Uh... Oh damn it! I had it. No, I lost it. Oh, Dexter. Okay, <laughs> kind of Dexter. Dexter has a code. Got it. You only destroy people that are bad, and you have to prove that they're bad before you kill them. Got it. Yeah, and I uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, fancy is the wrong word for that. I, I grew. I grew up when like okay. Yeah, Tom and Jerry was on, but it wasn't like the promise, the the prominent um, cartoon at the time. But okay. the cartoons I remember growing up, probably when I was, I don't know, six or seven, was um, Transformers, um, GI Joe, Silverhawks. Oh, um, okay, these are all before me then. Thundercats. I've heard of Thundercats. Never watched. Oh my gosh, dude! Oh. That's that's that oh, was. Ugh, that was great. In fact, you know they did. You know they have the Transformer movies and stuff, right? Yeah. I would love it if they did like Thundercats or or um, Quick um, Silverhawks, you know, and stuff like that. Silverhawks well, wasn't that big. Well, they, they did a Cats movie recently based off the musical, and it got destroyed because of the CGI in it. Okay, so I'd be worried about them Thundercatting the same kinds of CGI, and it not. Yeah. Really 
Why, why couldn't they just do it makeup-wise and not CGI, you know? Because I mean, that'd that's, be, that's the life we live in now. I don't know. You'd think with technology they'd get better at this shit. They should do more. Did you see Spider-Man, the uh, Spider-Verse? No. It, it was basically a cartoon. It, it was a, it was a high-quality cartoon. It was, it was kind of CGI'd, but mostly like cartoon, okay. very artistic. And it was the best Batman movie I've ever seen. Batman? Spider-Man. It was the best. And Nicolas Cage even plays a voice in it. Um, John Mulaney plays a voice in it. You lost me. Oh, okay. No, it's fa- it is it is fantastic. Uh, uh, yeah. I. Uh, but like stuff like that, they should make them cartoons instead of trying to CGI because if a cartoon, you, you kind of forgive it. CGI, you're like, you're trying to be real and you're failing, so... Yeah, cartoons like no, this is a cartoon. Sort of like I heard. Rules are different. I heard bad reviews on the uh, Lion King live action Lion King. I, yeah, I, I have it. I don't want to watch it. I mean, I, I I kind of enjoyed the Aladdin live action one. I enjoyed it a lot more than uh, I was going to. I, I yeah. I mean, the only disappointing part was uh, you'll never find a friend. You'll never have a friend like me. Yeah. Okay. That song. They changed it. I mean, they did I, I, to probably to suit Will Smith a little bit more in, in today's age, but you cannot right. do that to Robin Williams. You know that's my biggest problem with that was again it was CGI. The, the, the CGI genie was off putting for me. There were certain scenes where it was like, uh, yeah, I get it's, it's too obviously CGI, and some of the points where he's making eye contact don't match up, and it was weird, and it bumped me uh, because I'm a freak and I pay too much attention to that kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess it's harder to see on paper when you're filming that. Yeah, does that make sense? I yeah, mean, but, but they're supposed it. to have eye contact points, like True. a tennis ball. Look at this tennis ball; that's where the eyes are, and it, it wasn't off by much. But for someone Enough. like you, it's crazy. I'm very critical about this kind of stuff. It's like it's 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 like when you're watching TV and the sound is just a hair oh off. Oh my god! You can tell it's not a huge amount, but you and you're wondering is the sound coming from the speakers or because like yep, and it's not off that much, hardly at all. But you can tell just slightly that. Yes, I've been watching a movie with Annie where it was like that, and I was just like. You can't see that? You can't see that? She's like, yeah. it sounds fine to me. I'm like, no, it's, no. Not. it's not fine. What do you mean? And it destroys it's, the entire It sounds movie. fine, but it doesn't match up. Right. So, La Habra was not a very exciting city. Was it Guadalajara back then? Yeah, we called it Guadalajara okay. back then. Okay. Um, in fact, behind our... Guadalajara in reference to the Hispanic people. Yes. Right. Um, and, I, and I think it's weird because, I mean, I was a kid, right? It's a... I'm not. I'm not racist, and, and you know. Right, but you play one on the podcast. I do. Um, <laughs> but like growing up behind our apartment complex, there's mm-hmm. a, there was a big like six foot wall, and we'd always jump up it, you okay. know, and, and sit on top of the wall and whatnot. And on the other side of the wall was uh, homes, you know, a neighborhood, okay. and we always called that Mexican Village. Oh, okay, okay, and. I, as a kid, I was like, oh, that's Mexican Village, you know. Right. Back then, Mexican Village, eh, it wasn't. It's a throwaway term. It's a throwaway term, yeah. you know. And it basically just meant that's where all the Hispanics live. Right. You know. And Whether or not they're actually Mexican, that's the Hispanics. Yeah, right. But it was called Mexican Village. And I think the reason why it got, got named that is because uh, at one point in my life, I lived in Pomona. Right. Oh. Okay. And uh, rolling peas. This is later on in my life. Um, 
not too long ago, but after growing up in La Habra. And there was mariachi music coming from the, the house behind us at like two something in the morning. Uh, yeah. And this is when like the, the, the most interesting man in the world, the, the uh, guy, the yeah. guy was like the, the good commercial or not, I wouldn't say good, but that was the prominent, the, the, the big commercial. It was, out it was at the time. Time. Yeah. 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 I mean, so that commercial had come and gone. Okay. But you would still see these memes on Facebook, mm, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, after that night, I was like, I don't always listen to mariachi music. But when I do, it's coming from my neighbor's house at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know, was like, but that's what you would hear from Mexican Village. That's where, I, I that's where I'm tying it in. Yeah. You, you would hear that from Mexican Village um, all hours of the day. They're yep. bumping it, you know. And I think that's probably why how it got besides the Hispanics that live there, but that's how it got its name. Okay, I don't even know if it's like that now because uh, I know people in our past that live really close to oh yeah that area, and it's nice. Oh yeah, it's getting it's not, uh, it's not that bad. The word not gentrified. No, I just I just think that. Me as a kid, my perception was exaggerated. Exaggerated, okay. you know. Like, I mean, but then again, you know, I mean, the house, most of the houses in that neighborhood had couches in the front yard oh, or right. on the porch and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's pretty much like driving through an older neighborhood in Pomona. That's exactly what it was like. Okay. And now that I've lived in Pomona in that neighborhood, it's like, yeah, it's not really that bad here. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I literally was surrounded by Hispanics and I got along well with all of them. You know, they were right. all really cool. You know, that's I, why we were so good friends. <sighs> Such good friends. Ag- so, so good. If I had Aguirre. It's not Aguirre. Sorry. Yeah. That's a bar name. Yeah. So no, that's just growing up there. And I, I think I was nine years old when I nine or 10 years old, when we moved out of that apartments okay. and now those apartment complex that I lived in is uh, section eight HUD housing, Okay, you know, so it's, it's in a bad neighborhood now. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. It's run down. Okay. I mean, it wasn't the greatest when I lived there, but it wasn't, I mean, at the time you didn't see, it I think the way. worst thing that ever, ever happened there was us kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You were the bad element. Oh yeah, the kids were the <laughs> dude. I remember you, you'd build your old ramp, your own ramp, and you'd jump your BMX bike off. Oh, and you know, I mean, I remember freaking the ice cream man came through. This is before the apartment complex it didn't have gates, <laughs> okay. you know. Right. So the ice cream man just yeah. anybody can just drive through. There's and a bunch of kids in here, they need ice cream, right? <laughs> and and geez, drinking out of the hose. We didn't have a pool there, so I mean, on hot days, we'd pull the hose out and we'd be playing in the hose. And then your mom would get mad because you're wasting water, you know, and all this water is going. Yeah, you guys had a pool, we wouldn't waste all this water. Right? I mean, we'd probably still splash a lot of it out of the pool, but it would, most of it would still be there. Although, I I don't know if I would, growing up, the friends that I had, not, not the friends, but the kids that I knew. Mm hmm. I don't think I'd go in that pool. They'd be the ones that would be peeing in the pool on purpose, you know? <laughs> the, the, the kids that I hung out with and the, the people I knew, they were the ones who would probably throw dish soap in there. No. 
you know, in a pool or a fountain or something like that, you know, to make it all bubble Just up. To see the bubbles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, good times. Reminiscing. How were you in school? Uh, I was great up until, uh, I don't know, my junior year in high school. Okay. Yeah. I think that's where I started faltering. What is, what, is there any reason for that? I got or? bored. Oh, okay. I got bored. Um, and I'd much rather do other things than go to school anymore. <laughs> no. All right. Um, no, I, I passed my junior year. My senior year was, was the toughest. And uh, I think that had a lot to do with... Um, I don't know, I was, I'm the youngest of three. Okay. So, um, I was the only one left in school. And oh. so <laughs> seeing, you know, my brother going off and becoming a, he's six years older than me. So, you know, as I'm a senior, I'm 17, he's six years older, he's doing his life. And, um, then my sister doing her life and I was stuck in school while, you know, okay. everybody's going on with life and. At that time, it was pretty pretty hard because my dad was on disability, and so we didn't have as much money because <clears throat> he's on a fixed income, you know, Social Security, disability, and whatnot. What and was so, disability? Um, it had a lot to do with his diabetes. Okay. You know, he started having a lot of complications at diabetes when he was younger, and um, I took it upon myself because I, I wasn't getting all this, you know, I, A, I don't have a single annual yearbook from my high school oh really because um we couldn't afford it oh you know i mean even back then they were 60 70 bucks for, yeah. for a yearbook and uh couldn't afford it and i was wearing a lot of my brother's hand-me-down clothes okay and which was fine because i loved my brother's clothes <laughs> better than what my mom would buy me at the time you know i was like oh, I'm, i'll take that adidas shirt Ooh. instead of this Pro wings. <laughs> you know? pro wings, pro pro wings were the shoes that I used to wear a lot of growing up. They were uh, the uh, basketball shoe of Payless Shoe Source. Ah, uh, yeah, yep. Oh, <laughs> and that's I where I got all my card. Yeah. That's a, that's where I got all my shoes was Payless uh, growing up until it just it makes sense though. You, you're constantly growing. Why are you going to spend a bunch of money on it? Here, here's here's the way I look at it now. Okay, and, and I appreciate my parents worked their ass off. And and they provided for us what we needed, okay? And you don't need any more than that. Right. You know, um, now, being an adult, I hate using that term, but um, <laughs> being a grown-up, because uh, that's... Society viewing us as adults. Yes. Um, <laughs> and having to provide for kids and stuff like that, and even provide for myself, mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> I wanted I wanted the Nike Air Jordans, you know. I wanted these shoes. There was all these shoes coming out, and they were like one hundred and forty dollars and one hundred and twenty dollars, and and now I mean, even me now, I couldn't even think of spending more than forty dollars on a pair of shoes for myself. Right. Same. You know, if I want a pair of basketball shoes, I'm going to Big Five and I'm getting it off the clearance rack, and they better be thirty four ninety nine. If they're clearance and they're forty nine ninety nine, nope, don't need them. You know, yeah. I mean, I got an awesome pair of uh, Adidas basketball shoes, and I think I ended up paying twenty nine ninety nine for them clearance. That's what I did. And I'm like, Psh, and I had them, but for they're from like three years ago. <laughs> 
Actually, when I bought them, that was from three years ago. I don't right. know how old they were when I bought them. Oh, I Not see. like how, how long they had been out. But uh, Do yeah, they no. cover your feet? Yes, they do. Okay. And, then that's all and you they look show. really cool. And I've probably worn them 15 times since I bought them. You know, it's like, I've, I've got a lot of pairs of shoes. I mean, it, but oh. I, I'm more in for comfort now. Okay. I guess. Yep. Um, I love my I love my um, my all stars. You know my chucks. Yeah. But t- to me, the way I lace them up, the laces have to be flat and straight and everything. Oh, so, um, yes. Yeah, so I'm it's wearing chucks right now, and they're all straight. Yeah, it's just a pain in the ass, and I don't have that kind of time now. <laughs> you oh. know, so it's like, <laughs> and and typically when I'm home, I kick the shoes off. Yep. And with chucks, you can't just kick them off and put it's, them back it's on. It's a little bit more of a process, yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, most of the shoes I wear, you know. Slip-ons? Uh, no, not slip-ons. Oh, but like, I mean, me neither. I don't know, like <laughs> Skechers that have the uh, um, gel sole, yep. the memory foam stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's mattresses. No, they have memory foam it, in the bottom shoes? of the shoes, yeah. Oh my God. It's freaking wonderful. They're just like walking on clouds. <laughs> Anyway, um, I have two pairs of shoes that I go back and forth with, and I'm pretty much wearing the soles out. In fact, I'm wearing a pair right now. Yep. They're just comfortable. Yeah. And it's like, and they're so easy to slip on, tie, done, gone, let's go. Yeah. I love DCs because you can just slip those on. Right. Um, the right ones. The, 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 there's other DCs that you have to tie and stuff like that. But I've always been a um, – I think it's – I've always had a fascination with shoes. I've always had um, – hmm. Uh, a fantasy of owning a lot of shoes. Okay. And at one point I owned tons of shoes. Even now I still own quite a pair, a bit of pair of shoes for oh. a guy. Oh yeah. I mean, I, that means more than three. Yeah. yeah I got more than 10. <laughs> okay. Um, but probably closer to 15. If you had my cowboy boots, my work boots, uh, my hiking boots and all those things, yeah. I'm just talking the occasional wearing, yeah, I'm just talking shoes. Okay. I've got probably okay. about 10 pairs. Oh um, and some of them I haven't worn in so long, but there's going to be that day. I'm going to want to wear them. You know, the day you throw them out, the next day there's going to be an occasion for it. You're not wrong. I, yes, I understand. Uh, that. I, th- I threw out a pair of dress shoes when we moved to this area um just i didn't need them i was bartending at the time i'm like nah i'm not gonna need these you know and they were covered in dust and uh, then i needed to go on an interview <laughs> i'm like damn ah. i don't have a pair of dress shoes i have all my slacks and and all my dress shirts and all my ties and stuff okay. but i don't have dress shoes <laughs> Oh, what are you going to do? I said, I don't want to go buy a pair of dress shoes just for an interview. I go, I'm not going to be wearing them that often, you know? So <laughs> what I do, I go to the Goodwill. Oh, yeah. I went popping tags, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I went to the Goodwill and I found a pair of really nice dress shoes in great condition, a little dirty, nothing, a little cleaning and a little uh, polishing. Dude, right. they look brand new. And they got a great sole on them. There's still a lot of meat on them. I'm like, why would somebody give these away? Uh, oh, they're probably some highfalutin person. Yeah. Well, it's very important that your, your soul glow. Give it to the new yeah, <laughs> Just let it. Just let your soul glow. <laughs> but, well, well yeah, so you, so, yeah, was bartending, was that your first job? No. What was your first job? That was my last job before this one. My first job oh. was at 15 and a half. Okay. What uh, is that? This is in high school. Right. It's Part of the reason why I was missing school, but, oh. but not 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 because my parents let me miss school or anything like that. Let's clarify. Were you that. Had day shifts? 
Uh, no, <laughs> but I do. I do remember one time skipping school to work during the day. Oh my! And I think that was probably illegal. Mm-hmm. But uh, be. they needed the help. <laughs> I mean, uh, all right. And I wanted the money. It was more about I wanted. I wanted the money. I wanted this. I wanted that. But the funny thing is, is I wanted all this money, and I wanted to buy this because I wasn't afforded the ability to have my parents buy me all the stuff that I wanted. Right. So I got the taste of a paycheck. I think my first paycheck I ever got. When I first started working at Taco Bell. Taco Bell, that was your first job. That was my first oh. job. I was 15 and a half years old. Nice. Um, I had to get my parents' permission and the school's permission. So you had to get a work permit right? Uh, to work. And uh, my first paycheck was $74. All right. And my, shoes. my pay rate at what's that? <laughs> Straight the shoes. I I honest I honestly can't remember. Okay. I probably spent it on baseball cards or comic books or really some you, other stupid what, shit. What was the first? Do you remember the first big purchase you made? No. Oh, I bought a paintball gun. That was that was my first. Are you purchase. serious? Yes. Yeah. No, I, I I can't. I couldn't tell you. I, oh, I wow. probably blew it on stupid shit. Honestly. Okay. And uh, my pay rate at the time. For at least the first two months that I was working there before minimum wage went up, because of course you get paid minimum wage there, was three seventy five an hour. Oh my god! And two months after I started there, minimum wage went up to four twenty five. Wow! And then incrementally went up to like four seventy five, uh, and now it's like thirteen dollars. I think I was like seven twenty five when I first. Oh wow! Got a job. Gosh, it's dating me. <laughs> And then you talk to other people that are older than me. You're like, really? I got paid a dollar sixteen, and right, <laughs> yeah, you're old, dude. I got paid milk cartons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they gave me buckets of dirt. Right. <laughs> Jeez. That, was the, that was the scratchers in the day. You have to shake the dirt. And shake the some dirt. gold in there. <laughs> <laughs> That was the lottery. That was the lottery back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the school took it. Yeah. Uh, and then it never got to the school. Right. No. Yep. Um, it got held up on the way to the school <laughs> by politicians. No, <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're not wrong. <laughs> All right. So from Taco Bell, uh, where'd you go from there? Taco Bell, I went. Okay. There was a place across the street from the Taco Bell, it was a pool hall. that I really wanted to work at. And uh, my grandfather and I loved playing pool, um, but I was only able to go in there during the day because this pool hall sold beer. And um, I I could have gone in there in the early evening, but um, the city I lived in had a 10 o'clock curfew. If you were under 18, you had to be home. You'd get in trouble. so I couldn't work at the pool hall until I turned 18. So I was still working at um, Taco Bell. Uh, I got to know the manager at the pool hall for going in there during the days when my grandfather would come to visit. We'd go play pool for an hour, you know. And uh got to know the manager, and I inquired about a job, and he asked me if I was 18. I said, no. He's like, hit me up when you're 18. So like, as soon as I turned 18, I filled out an application. I worked there for about good four or five years all right i worked there i mean a lot of the times though oh when i was working there i also got another job at uh, sears oh, okay um I was, so i was working at sears during the day and then i was working at the pool hall at night and um the funny thing is a lot of times i wouldn't get much of a paycheck because um i'd be buying pool cues and oh, okay 
gambling it. And uh, <laughs> oh, a lot of gambling. In the pool oh man, oh. I can tell you stories about that pool. Um, yeah, I, I would just and then food, you know, because I love the pizzas okay. and the stuff. And so I was like, oh, I'm hungry. I want a pizza. There's nothing to eat at home. So I, you know, and instead of having to pay for the pizza, you just wrote on the back of your time card. Large pizza, blah blah blah. Oh. The amount. And so when payday came, they just take that. They would take your paycheck, and you'd get your your uh, pay stub, and it would say how much you made, taxes, blah blah blah, food or purchase, whatever, and the deduction for that. So, you know, if I had a three hundred twenty six dollar paycheck, may have gotten like one hundred sixty bucks. Was there ever a time where you had to pay them? No. Okay. No. In fact, um, my I, I bought a. Uh, $390 pool cue. Oh my God. Um, it was a Miucci. I don't know what that means. Yeah, uh, it's a brand. Um, <laughs> anyway, fancy. it was, it was so awesome. I love this pool cue. And the, the owner sold it to me. I didn't have $369, but he gave it to me for $350. And he's like, I'll just deduct it from your paycheck. I'll take, you know, Twenty five, fifty dollars a paycheck. Okay, you know, so it's paid off. So those make you fish credit cards. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so I had this pool cue, and I was playing. Uh, uh, there was a guy that you know, they would gamble there all the time. Sometimes even way after hours. And uh, nice. He hit me up. You know, I was getting good at pool, pretty good. And he hit me up. He said, "You want to play?" I was like, "I don't have any money." He's like, well, let's, "Let's pay for play for your pool cue." I was oh, like, no. I was like, what? No. Blah, blah. He's oh, like, no. he was like, no, no. I'll, I'll make it. I'll make it. Worth your while. You know, uh, worth your while. He's like, how much did you pay for that pool cue? I was like, three hundred fifty bucks. He's like, all right, I'll put three hundred fifty bucks up to your pool cue. I was like, dude, you're way, way, way better than me. He's like, how much older do you think he was than you? Um, at the time, probably. Uh, let's see. I was. T- 21 maybe when this happened okay he was probably maybe 32 okay yeah so probably maybe around 10 years older than me but he was 10 much years, 10 years more of practice oh yeah yeah and he'd probably been playing a lot longer than me exactly or started playing earlier than i did anyway but uh yeah no so he we were playing nine ball okay all right so he's like we'll play nine ball slops you know slops count and nine ball you know you oh. can shit the nine ball in and you win you know what the as long as you hit the object ball first you can carry him the cue ball off the one ball if you're shooting at the one you can carry him the cue ball off the one ball and knock in the nine I and thought that was the, always a rule and you win the game not an eight ball yeah, you can't no, make the no. eight ball in before no, yeah no a nine ball though you, you yeah, can, yeah as long nine, as you hit your the that's why they call first. it a slop game because you can knock the eight, nine ball in oh. and there can be balls left on the table and you win but yeah you I know. thought that was just the rule I'm slop slop makes it sound dirty um, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I like to run the table out playing right. nine ball. You okay. know, I mean that's the way yes. I was taught to play it. Whatever. Yeah. But I mean, it just gives you better opportunities to win the game instead of having to get to the eight ball. You can make the nine ball in off a of carom or off a, a you know something like that. Yeah. And win the game quicker. Right. If you know. But anyway, he's like, uh, not only that, he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you um, what's the handicap. Right, it's gonna give me okay. handicap. He's like, I gotta win seven games. You gotta win two games. Oh, I was like, that's and in a, my mind, twenty one. I was like, that's, those are APA rules. I'm like, I okay. got this, man. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. I got this. I'm thinking 
fucking 350 bucks in my pocket. I went to the pool cube. I did not <laughs> win a single game. Oh, my God. He beat me seven straight games. How demoralizing was that? Been? And even the ones that I possibly got close to winning, I think he was just toying with me, making me feel good. <laughs> you know? And so then I had to relinquish my cue to him. Damn. And yeah, that was that was horrible. I remember that. Not a good time. Not a good time. Did you, did you learn from that? Or did you take a lesson away from that? Or were you yeah, just... yeah, I learned from that. Okay. I'm not that good at pool. No, yeah, don't you can't say that to me. No, kick <laughs> my ass no. constantly. I, uh, it's very upsetting. No, I just I just don't <laughs> gamble like that. Okay, you know, I mean, gambling. Yeah, I'll play cards. You know, I'll play poker. I'll play slot machines in Vegas and stuff. But there was a time I was at a bar with uh, with Jester, and uh, we were playing pool. And J- Jester was gone. <laughs> I-, I was driving, and he was enjoying himself. And he was playing. He ended up betting this guy, and it started off a twenty dollars bet, and uh, he lost. And the guy's like, "All right, let's play another one. This one for a hundred bucks." And then Jester goes, proceeds to pull this amazing trick shot out of his ass. I, he couldn't, he could barely stand, but he, 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 he carried the ball around another ball to make it in. And the guy was pissed. He was livid because he thought he was going to get some more money. We got the money and we closed our tabs and we ran down the street and we hid in the parking lot because we thought they were going to chase us and try to get the money back. <laughs> uh, they thought they got hustled, huh? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I had a pool table at my house once. Yeah, that was fun. Oh yeah, and then eventually, uh, not as much pool was being played on it. Instead, we were playing LCR. LCR. <laughs> <laughs> Put the cover on it. Let's play LCR. Which was inspiration for the uh, political podcast we did. Uh, yeah, short lived. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been an adventure growing up. You know. All right. So from, from the pool hall. When did you get to the cowboy moniker? Oh, I, high school. Oh, it was high school? High school. I thought it was at the bar you worked, where, where you met your, your your first wife. Uh, That was the pool hall. That was the same pool hall? Yeah. Oh. That was that was hard times, oh, okay. pool hall. Um, no, I was, I was Wrangler's Boots, cowboy hat in high school. I mean. <laughs> All right. At a small group of friends, and that that was us, you know. Okay. Um, was there other cowboys in your group, or you? Were yeah, no, yeah, that was our small little group. We were all, you know. Okay. That that was what we were, you know, and and two of them were in uh, FFA, Future Farmers of America, so they okay. would raise steers and stuff like that. And uh, one of them had horses, and then another one of our friends lived somewhere, and she. Uh, in the area, and she had horse stables and stuff. So, okay. I mean, that was that was. That was part of the issue in high school is because we would go dancing on Thursday nights and I wouldn't get home. Like line dancing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Country dancing. Okay. There was line dancing going on and then there's other dancing and stuff. You know, it depends on the song, whatnot. Okay. Um, And then we wouldn't get home till late, but this was like (laughs) we'd hang out in front of 7-Eleven, me and my friend at the time. And get somebody to buy us like Mickey's. Oh, <laughs> I think this conversation came up. Yeah, we talked. This is, I think before the last podcast we were talking about. Yeah, that this was the time we yeah. would we would do that, and then we'd go to uh, insert name of country bar we were going. I mean, at the time, it was the Cowboy Boogie, and then it oh. turned into the Boogie in Anaheim. 
Oh you know? my god, I've been there so many times. Yeah, it, it, before it was the boogie, it was the cowboy boogie. And I it can't was, imagine that place ever being country. It was nothing but country. Oh my god, um, it went so hard hip hop. Oh, oh yeah, this, wow. the, it went so hard hip hop club. Yeah. LBZ yeah. <laughs> like ran that place. You know, it's oh like my God. Um, I got yeah. my car towards there one time because I parked across the street. I was trying to save money on parking at the Del Taco. No, it was a. Uh, I think or it was a lawyer's office or something. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah fun, no, I the guess. parking there. Sucked. It was the worst. Yeah, I, I went there a few times when it was the, that type of place. But yeah, no, we, um, we went there and then um, um, in cahoots, which okay. I think in cahoots is still there. Yes, uh, cahoots is still around. It still does half and half. It's like country and blah blah blah. Right. Then there was the Branding Iron that was out like San Bernardino Way okay. or something like that. Um, we went there, and then uh, the Concourse Bowling Alley off the ninety one. Oh, they used to have something called Kick and Bowl. What? And I've been there was, too. I can't imagine country being part it, of it. It was well, and they redone the place since then. But back then, it was kick and bowl, and uh, we used to go there. And uh, I think it was Sunday nights there. So we would go to in cahoots on Sunday afternoons because it was all ages. Okay. During the day, up until like four or five o'clock, and then they closed the place down, and it reopened for you know eighteen and older or whatever. Okay. And then, um, so we would go there until four or five o'clock. And then after that, we'd go get something to eat and then we'd jump on over to kick and bullet. It usually uh-huh. started around seven, eight o'clock until midnight. Wow. So on Sundays, country. Sundays, I wasn't, dude, there, <laughs> there was times where we would go to, uh, in cahoots. Then we would go to a party. Then after that, we'd go to, uh, kick and bowl. Uh, when when the PBR the professional bull riders were out in town, oh. when it was the pond, we we'd go, <laughs> we'd go there all day long, be drinking illegally in the parking lot, right. yeah, you because know, we're all underage, of and um, watch the bull riding. There was usually a concert afterwards. There's a bull riding at the pond. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So then there was a concert afterwards. I think the last one I went to, Chris Ledoux. Uh, before he passed away, it was the, the concert afterwards. And then after that, we go back out to the parking lot, pound a beer, go to kick and bowl on Sunday night, <laughs> drink more in the parking lot. Cause we have leftover beer from the, the, the rodeo. Right. And then afterwards <laughs> go to somebody's house and party all night long. Wow. I mean, and so yeah, I missed a couple Mondays in school because <laughs> 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 By the time I snuck back in the house, it was pretty late. So, where did the country come from? Was that was that a thing for your parents handed down? To yeah, you? Okay. yeah. I mean, it was it, my grandparents mostly. Um, I was very close to my grandparents. They were, you know, man, they were they were country. I mean, my my grandfather's from Missouri. Um, he, uh, I mean, they. You go to my grandparents' house, and it was a country house. They had one of those big, long, huge um, radios. The, uh, the phonographs? No, not phonographs. It was, um, uh, I don't know, it looked like a huge chest, right? Okay. But it was as tall as this desk you know, that we're sitting at okay. here. Um, and you lifted up, and the workings were inside. Oh. Inside. And it was, there was an actual 8-track player. Oh. It was an actual eight track player, nice. and and but you you'd go over to my parents' house and you smelled coffee. Coffee was the smell of the house. Okay, you know they, my grandparents drank coffee every morning, and there'd be old country music playing in the background 
all the time. Yeah. You know, I'm like Conway Twitty, you know, oh. Hank Williams, Merle Haggard, all all those, you know, that's what I remember growing up, you know, and that's the environment I was in. My parents, you know, listened to country as well, but I think they were, obviously they were a lot younger than my grandparents, so they were right. listening to more like, like, my dad would listen to a Rod Stewart, you know, and Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond was that's not country. very, <laughs> very big. You know, my dad always listened to K-Earth 101. Oh, yeah, that was my know? jam. And uh, it's it's uh, it's crazy to listen to Kerth One Hundred and One nowadays. Oh my, it's very and, upsetting. And you hear um, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers on it, right? And you hear all the stuff. Those, you grew those are new up songs. It's oh, like, like no. Death Leopard. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? These are oldies. Are they? Like, oh my gosh, it's not oldies. Shit. Yeah. What the hell? Where's the monkeys and the drifters? And right. Where's under the boardwalk? I mean, that's 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 <laughs> Kerth One Hundred and One. You know, Sherry, Sherry. Yeah. I mean, that's ah, uh, Frankie Valley. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's oh that's Kers one one. Not anymore. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm. It's funny because if you listen to stations like Go Country, right? <laughs> Go Country plays like today's country music. Blah, blah blah. They'll sprinkle in some old songs here and there, but on Sundays it's classic country. So they okay. played the old stuff that my grandparents were playing. Okay. You know. Now I think Kers one one does something like that, or it's like yeah. This is we're gonna play Tom Petty and all this stuff during the right, and then we're yeah. gonna designate one day for the under the boardwalk and the Frankie Valleys and because because at the time those were the oldies and now it, it's like I think it just keeps up and it's upsetting for us because now we listen to oldies thinking oh those are just old old songs and now the songs are like wait but I. Those are those are coming out when I was growing up. How are those oldies? You you have a daughter. <laughs> I, I have a daughter who's really into music and okay. dance and stuff. And you got artists now that are remaking songs yeah. from our past. Yeah. And my daughter's singing songs and they're playing a song and it's like a remake yeah. by a current artist. Yep. She's like, Oh, it's like I'm singing the song. She's like, you know this song? I was like, <laughs> how do you know the song? Yeah, I, go, I, I, I look at her. I was like, I knew this song before that person made it cool for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. like, and then I'd play her the original and be like, eh. I'd be, I'd say the person disc, the dot okay. the name. I don't want to set yours off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, right. I, I don't want to set it off. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, play this song by this artist, you yeah. know, and it's the original. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. My, my daughter, she'll, she'll bring up things. She, she brings up like phrases that are from when I was growing up. I was like, how do you know that phrase? Like, it's from this YouTuber. I'm like, well, that's from this, from way back there. She's like, what? Like, yeah, no. Things that were cool when we were kids are coming back around. It's cyclical. Yo, wait till the neon colors come back. <laughs> and the fanny packs. Oh. <laughs> and the parachute pants. Did you ever have a fanny pack? Uh, yeah. Uh, I wore mine proudly. Oh, yeah. It's very, it's I mean, very that efficient. Was, that was the shit. Yeah. That was just the parachute pants. Uh, yeah. The MC Hammer pants. Yep. I had ones that had neon geckos going up and down. And the brighter, oh. the better. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> see, because no, see, this is this is like this is mid late eighties. Okay. Okay. This is this is mid late eighties, maybe a little bit in the early nineties, and then it started fading off. But okay. the neon colors in the eighties, I mean, yes, there's pictures of me as a young child wearing bright pink and bright blues, and like what? Why? 
I wasn't dressing myself at this time. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's funny because, you know, now kids are having 80s parties. Yeah. Have you ever gone to an 80s party? Uh, no, there's a bar. I think it's called the 80s bar where the whole theme is just 80s. And I, I keep wanting to go, but I, I, I don't. I, uh, time, time happens. I've been to an 80s party. I've been, to, I've been to many different type of theme parties. And, um, somebody I'm acquainted with on Facebook just went to a party this last weekend, birthday party. And, uh, I've never heard of a party like this. It's called a white trash party. Oh, you no. had to dress up as white trash as you could. Wow. And some of the pictures, good Lord. I don't think some of these people were dressing up though. <laughs> like, they, and I'm I'm only saying that not because I know them or or anything like that. Because some of the, it looked too natural. It looked too natural. <laughs> it looked too good. It was like you are in your element. And one of the pictures, like the decoration, one of the pictures in the decoration was this big ashtray all right. with cigarette butts all around it, and, and that was yeah. <laughs> oh man! I wonder if they put a toilet on the front seat or the front uh, porch or something. No. <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh man, you're making me think of a lot of memories from the oh, past. Man. Good times, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's what made me, you know. And I, when when I finally got the job at the pool hall, I was wearing the Wranglers and stuff still while I was working there, and uh, I had to wear the the shirt for the place that I the the pool hall, mm-hmm. but you know, it was tucked in in my Wranglers and I was wearing my belt buckle and stuff and, and my boots. And so everybody just, that's when the name, that's when I got the name cowboy. All right. The, the night manager that I worked with most of the time, uh, was like, I'm not going to call you Daniel. I'm not going to call you Daniel. You're, you know, you're cowboy. All right. So every time I was out, Wiping tables down, cleaning things up, and he needed me to because there was an order for pizza. He'd be like, cowboy to the front, cowboy <laughs> or, to the front, over the speakers, yeah, That's over the loudspeaker. Awesome. And in fact, I got to be known as cowboy around there, just like you, or just like your mom, yeah, many other people. A lot of people there. Hey, what's going on, cowboy? And I had no idea who the hell they were, but they knew me. Because okay. I worked there, and they right. hung out there on occasion, and they heard me being called cowboy over the loudspeaker. So everybody knew – that was my cheers. Everybody knew my name <laughs> but didn't know my name. Right. We'll bleep the real name oh, out. Okay. Are we still keeping that? Nah, who cares? It's up to nah. you, man. No. Yeah. My name's Cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, your mom for what? How many years? That's a very didn't, long time. Didn't even know my name. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. That was great. I I didn't know your name for a while as well. It, yeah. it was it was cowboy for a bit. But to be fair, you didn't know my name either at the beginning. That lasted like <laughs> the second time I met you, and yeah. after the second time I met you, I was like, "All right, this guy with the goatee is not that guy with the goatee." Right. <laughs> I was like, "Not all brown people are the same." Right. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So so uh, when I met you, you were you were married. Yes, and uh, it was you were. Is Diamond Bar or Chino? No, I lived in Chino, Chino at the time. Okay. Yeah. And at that point, you were selling shutters, though. Mm, was I? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I remember, because the whole thing was, you sold shutters, and I looked around your house, and there was not a shutter on any of the windows. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Maybe. That was, uh, that was actually our townhouse. We bought that. Okay. I was 
when I was 24 years old, I was in the mortgage industry. Oh, I was, yeah. I was um, a, uh, a mortgage loan processor, um, and times were booming then where my bonuses were sometimes in a month bigger than my my salary. And um, we got paid pretty good then. I mean, I was making really good money, and I was able to, at 24, buy a house. I mean, I had a, a, a new baby daughter, you right. know, and it's time to get out of the uh, three-bedroom, small, little cramped apartment and get our own place. So we got our own place, and then, of course, that uh, beast went belly up, and I went into sales. And uh, we ended up moving out of that house into a house in Diamond Bar, right? Which I like to call that house the fun house. It was very it was, fun. It was off kilter, but giant giant backyard. Yes, the, the backyard was as big as a park. Yeah, um, but the house was off kilter. Like if you if if you stood certain areas, you would see the walls slanted. Oh, okay, but not a lot of people noticed it because the only time they came over is to party right. and so they were drunk so then that, right yeah we're not focusing on the uh, right. interior decoration and we had some great parties in, in that garage <laughs> yeah i mean that, that garage I, I remember i had the pool table in there and then i also made a bar going along the wall where you can stick your 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 beers and stuff like that i remember a pool table but then also a beer punk table oh yeah i made those the, too the custom yeah yeah the beer punk they, they had was, the, the we should put the black light on. Oh, well, originally the, the beer pong table originally had uh, blue flames on one side yeah. and red flames on the other side. But we were having a Halloween party one time and I painted over it and I did. So this is when Tron came oh, out. Oh, okay. Um, the new Tron. The, the remake. The, rem- the sequel. The, the, sec- the sequel, yeah. yeah. And uh, so I, I did this paint job like Tron and yeah. stuff like that, but uh, with black uh, fluorescent paint. Yeah. Uh, green and, and blue and, and some orange or whatever and had black lights up all throughout the whole garage and the whole place lit up. Yeah. That was good. That was a freaky party. <laughs> and then we started having hookah parties. We had our first hookah parties were at the uh, Chino house. That's the first time I met you. Right. I think. Yes. You came over. We had a, we, we were really big into hookah then and uh, we had four hookahs. And okay. we, we would set four hookahs up in the, in the garage, different flavor on either each one of them, and oh. we'd have coal burning all night long. And man, I remember hookahs. I I never really got into it. I, I enjoyed it, but to me, it was just breathing flavored air. It was all for the flavor. Yeah, That's yeah. What I, was, I mean, but it's it was, like okay, I could just pop a mint and get the same experience. But the, 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 <laughs> the crazy thing, I, I liked smoking hookah. It was cool, but I equate it to vaping now. Right. Because hookah was awesome. I smoked at the time, cigarettes. Right. And hookah was awesome because you'd get a big cloud. Yeah. You'd get a big cloud. And it didn't burn because it was filtered through the water. Right. And we would put ice in our water so it was even cooler. Right. You know? And, uh, yeah, but I remember at the time, um, my wife at the time, we would sit there with a hookah. Just by ourselves, after our daughter went to bed, we'd put a hookah on and we'd smoke it for two, three hours while we're watching a movie or whatever. Yeah. But I remember waking up and my throat killing. Oh. Just hurting worse than smoking cigarettes. Yeah. You know? huh. It was horrible. Well, uh, cigarettes you smoke five minutes at a time. <laughs> if you're doing hookah for three hours straight. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. <laughs> you, you are absolutely not wrong. But we, we would experiment with hookahs. We would put like uh, peach iced tea in there to filter it through. Oh, or, wow. Uh, yeah, we did all Innovators. kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting fact. Um, even though I've smoked cigarettes for a lot of my life and uh, smoked hookah and drank, I have never done drugs. No. I have never smoked pot. Okay. I've never done a single drug in my life. And people look at me and go, are you serious? Like, yeah. Never, never. It's hard to come across anybody nowadays that right. can say, I've never smoked pot. It's, it's true. I've never done any drugs. And it's funny because, like, until my daughter's like, no, I've never done it. She's like, really? Because, of course, she's in high school. You know, yeah. kids are doing it. Like, And it's illegal in California now. So right. now it's like, mm. but, yeah. Everybody's like, why didn't you? Why didn't you? Just didn't have a desire to. Yeah. Yeah, just I, I, I agree with that. I mean, I just, eh, never appealed to me. But I had friends growing up that were potheads. I had very functioning pothead friends, and I had the loser pothead friends that right. couldn't hold down a job. Yeah. And I also had friends that got addicted to speed, you know, oh. and uh, I'm not friends with them, obviously, anymore, but uh, that they ruined their lives, you know. Yeah. And, and I had to watch it, and I had to make a choice of do I want them to take me down with them? Or do I cut it off, you know? And I was like, man, I see their life going nowhere. My life wasn't going balls to the wall at the time. I mean, I was 19, 20 years old, and I was partying and stuff, but I wasn't doing that. But I can see them. I I remember a friend. I got a job where I was working at the time. And uh, I knew he was on speed and, and whatnot, and he was working really good, you know, working really hard. And two weeks you know, go in. He's a great worker. And then he missed like two shifts in a row, two days in a row. Uh And I had tried calling him. He's not answering. My boss was like, well, where's he at? We're going to have to let him go. Two no call, no shows. So like the third day I go up to his house, he didn't have money to get his shit. So he crashed and he'd been sleeping for days. Like he would get up, get something to eat, go to the bathroom and go back to bed. Well, just laying in his dark room for days because he didn't have money to get speed. Oh, he got so bad to the point where if he couldn't get the money to get his shit, he would go to the Seven Eleven and buy a little packet of no dos and crunch those up and snort that. Oh, wow, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. That's a I, I, stuff. And then I see all this stuff happening around me. And it's like, dude, man, I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's good. Now all you have to do is turn on the TV and watch a live PD. What? What's that? Live PD? It's like know. Cops. Oh, okay. But it's the newer version of Cops. It's called Live PD. It's, it's just like Cops, pretty much. Right. But they, you know, they pull over this person tweaking. They're like, and you can just imagine, you know, if that person wasn't on drugs, that girl might be a really attractive oh, girl. Yeah. But now she's like, all fucked up, can't even comprehend what she's saying it's like, right i i just can't i don't ever want to picture myself being like that you know right the closest i get to it is drunk yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yes. know same but i had a conversation with my my daughter the other day because i think it was new year's eve um you know of course new year's eve is have a few drinks blah blah, blah. got a good buzz going and the next day we were talking and she's like, you, you guys all have fun when you're drunk, blah, blah, blah. And we're, yeah. we're, we're all a fun group, we you are. know? 
And I told her, I was like, well, not, not everybody's like that when, when they're, when they're drunk, you know, or when they've had some drinks, some people. I think that's why we stay in each other's lives because we are able to maintain and not turn it into a shit show where there's yelling and screaming and fighting. It's just, no, we're just, we're just enjoying ourselves. That's what I said. I had to explain to her. I said, you can have a normal, great person. And they get drunk and they become aggressive and mean and want to fight and they just become complete assholes. Yeah. You know? And she's like, not you guys. You guys just get loud and have more fun. I said, yeah, we get loud and laugh and have fun. Dance and sing. Right. <laughs> Until our joints and oh voices are sore. <laughs> Until we just pass out on the couch because just dance at 2.30 in the morning is... Yeah. That's good times. It's also very discouraging to get beat figuratively to death in a dance competition when i had so much confidence coming in. <laughs> dude i was i was shit talking your daughter so bad like i'm gonna beat you so bad at this dance game not, not gonna happen the girls in <laughs> dance in high school and that's all she does I is know, listen to music I, and dance but and, I, I feel like i can dance yeah turns out i can't not not, not against the 16 <laughs> yeah, year old that's true, that's true. <laughs> that wants to be a dancer right you know yeah. <laughs> Well, in that perspective, I'm okay. She's so, <laughs> she's so great at it, though. She can watch a, a music video or something like that and figure out the choreography of it. Okay. Just like that. See, but that's the way know? I used to be, too. But now I'm much older than you I was. You don't move like that anymore. I don't. I can't. And but, do, wait till you fall again. Yeah. <laughs> I think the last time you fell was on a hoverboard. Yes. <laughs> I was out for uh, for a while. It was uh, not walking straight. Hey, you thought that hurt you then. What if you did that now? Oh, no. 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 See, now I wouldn't even get on the hoverboard. I wouldn't even like. <laughs> you and your no. I, I know. I know myself, and I will fall, and it will not be good. Yeah, and I might break my back. It's very possible. Yeah, I won't just hit my weenus on the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> it was your elbow that you hit really? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Did you ever get that uh, X-rayed? No, it's fine. I don't need cracks every time I move it, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> when it gets cold, the joint hurts. Really right. Bad. Yeah, I can tell when it's about to rain. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> God, what happened to us, man? I know. We we, we were still full of life. Eh. We are still. Yeah. Just not as often. There's, yeah, there's limitations now that there wasn't before. Yeah. Now we karaoke. No, we always karaoke. That's I mean, true. That was always been a thing. Yeah. No, just uh, I did tell uh, my wife. I had to throw that in. Ooh. I had to beat you to the punch. <laughs> uh, I did tell her the, uh, just the other day. I was like, you know what? Um, I want to take a Saturday night and uh, request a Sunday off. But Saturday night, I want to have people over for poker. Oh, yes. We haven't done that in I've, forever. I've been thinking about it so much lately. You know, $20 buy-in, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be expensive, no. you know, but the only sad thing is I don't have any of my poker tables that I've made in the past. Oh, yeah. I can whip one up. Absolutely, sure. Yeah. Okay. It was easy. Why not? But, yeah. <laughs> Good times, jeez. Where'd the time go? Yeah, I was, I was sitting there uh, the other day, and I'm like, okay, my daughter's uh, she's gonna be 17. That's um, not that's not accurate. She's a junior in high school. She's uh, gonna yeah. be a senior next year, and I'm like, mm, I, I also I, deny that. As, I, as I look reality. at my wife, and I'm like, she's a junior. I can remember being a junior in high school. What the heck is going on? Like, I. I Time has gone by so fast. I, I 
Yeah, I don't like it, dude. And and people told me before my daughter was born, take lots of pictures and videos. They grow up fast. I was like, yeah. Man. Now I look back, it's like, it seems, now I know how adults, we're sounding like our parents now. Yeah. Seems like only yesterday she was, she was five, you know. Seems like only yesterday we were taking a hike, hike at Eaton Canyon Falls. Yes. And the girls, <laughs> I got pictures. I, I remember it very clearly. My, my daughter got stung by a bee. No. Oh, no, that was not Eaton Falls. That was Carbon Canyon. Yeah, Eaton Canyon Falls was... That was, um. oh, no. And then, and then camping at Point Magoo. Yep. Oh my god! I mean, geez, geez, all that. I saw a picture the other day of, of of both of our daughters together on that beach, and I was like, I don't recognize them at all. Oh yeah, this is very upsetting. I saw a picture of you, and I didn't recognize. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's that guy on the beach? <laughs> Looks so young. That's why I don't wear tank tops anymore. <laughs> it's not flattering. You were wearing a tank top, but underneath a button-up shirt. <laughs> okay. I think. Or I'm going to have to look. That sounds about right. <laughs> look on my phone. Maybe you were wearing the tank top. I don't know. All I know is we stayed one night there, yep. right? And it was cold as hell. So cold. Oh, my God. <laughs> I froze my ass off. <laughs> I don't know. What, what, what time of year was that? And we thought it would be smart to go camping uh, on a beach. I want to say it was like September or something. It wasn't, it wasn't a good time to go. During the day, the sun was out. But even when the sun was out, it wasn't like, even during warm. the day. It was it was yeah. The, the you sun, had to have a jacket. You could see the sun, and it was on you, but it was still cold. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was confusing. So just imagine when the sun went down. Right. You're maybe at the most a hundred yards from the beach. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, not fun. Don't do that, guys. Yeah, you know, take it from me and him. <laughs> Speaking of where the time go, we're uh, we've been going on for quite a while here. I feel like we should do another part two about this uh, at some point. There's there's a lot more I think to get into that we didn't get into. There's a lot much, a yeah, lot, a lot much, a lot more to dive into. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, definitely need a part two. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, I, I, I like this idea. I I quite enjoy this, and it, it, this came up partly because we started random acts of tangents again. That's true, and. Um, we want to do interviews, right? Absolutely. And um, I thought it would be a great idea because you know our personalities on the show. Yeah. Which is the same. Yeah. Okay. Same personalities, but you don't know us, us, as far as where right. we came from. How we got here. How we got to where we are today, how I got the name Cowboy, you know, and stuff like that. And, what would and built the personalities we have now. Exactly. Yep. I mean, we, we everybody comes from somewhere, and, and your upbringing and what you went through in your life is what makes you who you are today. So we thought it would be kind of interesting to dive into us yeah. a little more. And I'm kind of really enjoying it yeah. because it's bringing memories up. Yeah, it's cathartic. That I had not. <laughs> thought about in forever until you ask a question. It's like, oh, you know, and then all of a sudden it pops in your head. Somebody said the the, the human brain is the most powerful computer. Yeah. You know, uh, if you think about how many songs, just songs that are stored in your head and you you can't get to it until somebody presses the button. 
right. on the computer <laughs> to tap, tap into that memory or that portion of the memory card or the, the whatever it is, yeah. the motherboard, sure. um, to access it. Right. And the equivalent is you hear an old song on the radio, boom, there's the button, there's the trigger, there's the action, and you're singing it like it's, you know. If somebody asks you five seconds before that, give me the lyrics of the song. Uh, it's something like, uh, I don't know. As soon as it starts playing, you know every single word. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. So um, look forward to part two. Yeah. It'll be coming up uh, at some point in the next uh, uh, 10 to 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to do a part uh, yeah. I don't know. We might not even be able to get to a part three. No. <laughs> we might have different versions of numbers by the time we get to <laughs> Yeah. Part D. Yeah. Well, thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Uh, Cowboy, appreciate the yeah. uh, candy conversation we've been having. It was thanks, fun. Thanks for having me. Good times. Uh, make sure you check out the website, Productions for other things we got going on. we still got spoilers. we still got Random Access now, back in full swing, officially. And... Uh, there's good things coming up on the horizon. I had a meeting this weekend about possibilities that we're going to be doing, and it's, uh, it's looking good. I'm excited. I'm uh, looking forward to fulfilling some of the ideas that we've had. Yeah. And uh, executing some of them. Absolutely. That's like that's another goal. Yeah. You know, not just have the ideas, but actually do it. Yes. Yes. Follow through and make it happen. So we always have great ideas. So many. Our follow-through is lacking. <laughs> yeah. This is great at the time. They're like, all right, we got to do it. All right. <sighs> I'm hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is, this is the year where things start happening. Yes. And uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being part of the show. Thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah, until next time, I'm Adam. I'm Cowboy. <laughs>